Hi everyone, my name is Oshun, Oshun the Great, and welcome to my beautiful podcast show. It's been a while, <laughs> as always. <clears throat> I recently turned 30, and today I want to touch on a few topics. <clears throat> I was rec- recently watching, I'm trying to form better habits, trying to work out again more regularly, um, trying to listen to podcasts and to get motivated and things like that. But something that I watched recently is called The Diary of a CEO, which is a great concept. But something rubbed me the wrong way recently. So today it brings me, brings me to the topic of oppression versus self-responsibility. And I love political education, like learning for myself political education, because I believe like our life is political um, as a black woman, as black people. Um, everything's political to me. <laughs> and I think you have to have knowledge for yourself or else um, pretty much people bank on the fact that we are ignorant to things happen in society. And so today I want to talk about oppression versus self-responsibility because anytime we talk about someone making it in life, someone who is who is essentially lucky, um, versus the masses and we put we prop these token uh, black people or people who've made it um, which is a small percentage versus again versus the masses we like to use um, we like to gaslight the masses who do experience oppression and who don't have the same luck or resources or privileges um, just because a few small percent of black people have somehow quote-unquote um, gotten free <laughs> under hyper capitalism and maybe it's different in different places of the world but I know in America um, like there was a saying Dame Dash said Jay-Z is our slave and he was pretty much propped up to be the slave who has everything and he kisses the ring of the oppressors and in return the slaves kiss his ring and so it's a lot like that we still live in a lot of slave master dynamics um, survival of the fittest and so for me to not acknowledge how the system works in today's modern system and slavery, how it works is to be dishonest and delusional um, when we are doing these podcasts. These podcasts are still heavily ran by majority men. And Stephen the runs the particular podcast. He is also half white. And if we're not careful, we can use um, weaponize um, all of these things um, these privileges if we aren't careful from being a man from being mixed from being um you know because all these privileges can be used to say oh i made it why can't you make it and even if they don't want to form it like that even all the people of color that have come on his podcast so far who are black women who are the most underrepresented who barely make it in means of america um it seems like they are forced to talk about how not to be the victim instead of really talking on their successes, um, which it seems like an end in itself. And so for me, in my mind, the majority of people who have quote unquote made it or lucky or highly corrupt and they don't always tell the future. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but for me, this is just what I realized. And so for me, it's not enough honest conversation happening around what it means to be truthfully oppressed, meaning you don't have the same opportunities via people using violence to keep you down, um, you know, people uh, people of color not being the head of places. This is the reason why people are kept down. 
um, unemployment because of racism. Um, <laughs> you know, there's so many things that are still happening that keeps black people down. And for some reason, the moment we say that, then people are like, oh, you're taking away self-responsibility. No one said that we are we don't have any self-responsibility whatsoever. But I think it's very offensive to um, underestimate the intelligence of the underclass, especially black underclass, to just say, oh, you know, <laughs> um, well, maybe you should be more self-responsible or maybe you should think more positively. And that's just not realistic to me. So understanding in my mind, so many things can coexist. So, yeah, for me, I've, I've had so much racism and things happen to me from leaving home in America. Um, because once you leave your home safe net, you're more vulnerable. And no one was teaching me much about racism in the world and gender, how you get treated from your gender. And on top of that, being both a black woman, um, you're just going to be treated different in, in the world. And that's just reality, because if we lived in a, in a world that wasn't anti-black, and we lived in this post-racist world. And yes, I can get these ideologies that people want to jump to. But that's not the case. So right now we live off of these token people who've, who've made it in a corrupt system. And that's just the way I see it. And so um, until people can start telling the truth, like I don't see these podcasts as worthwhile or worthy. And I usually don't even speak this direct. But anything that harms um, an oppressed class, um, I'm just going to talk about it. And so something just so far, I watched two podcasts on black women. It's just the narrative of how spun is like, don't play the victim. It's like, are your white people that you're interviewing, are they talking like that? The white women, the white people. So it's just weird. It's just weird because I'm already looking at it from it from a standpoint of a disadvantaged black woman who comes from essentially the hood. But I never played the part of playing victim. But it doesn't mean that I haven't been victimized. And so I'm all about the understanding how everything can coexist and being honest about it all. And what I've learned is making the best of the situation you've been given. But it doesn't. It, just because you also make the best of what you've been given, what you have, it doesn't make how you've been treated right either. And a lot of these this analogies is taking responsibility off of people who create real crime against humanity. And to me, it's because people are not courageous enough to stand up to people who are really creating a lot of crimes to humanity. We rather say, oh. You know, forget the people who are really causing the harm. What are you doing? What are you doing that you have to point the finger? Like, no, <laughs> very much so. You know, the people are creating harm. A large majority of people who have majority of the resources are greedy, for example. Um, and I talked about this last night with a few people of like, you know, is it inherent in our nature to be every man for himself? Survival of the fittest, so forth, so forth. Um, and these are just things I always think about. But yeah, this is just on my mind. I'm always going to be called out for oppression versus self-responsibility. Because anytime I bring up activism, people are like, but what about self-responsibility? What about black-on-black crime? But why can't you own up to accountability on your part? Is this just because something's happening? Can you acknowledge the effect? Why do you think it's okay to behave barbaric? And just say, but what about, no, continue 
illuminate the issue at hand and I don't think we're just being real enough. But until later on this 